With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. It's our weekly instant reaction. It's week nine in the NFL, Sam. So let's get right to it. We had a, a, a series of one o'clock games, just the two four o'clock games that feature game Rams Bucks, and, uh, you know, as always, some fun stuff to discuss here in week nine. Yeah, leaving aside for a minute, what the hell is with that? An 8-2 split in the early versus late game window on a Sunday? We probably could have done a little bit better than that. Um, yeah, so I think one of the biggest takeaways has to be Buffalo dropping a game to the New York Jets, not just because... The Jets did well. They had a good game plan, I think, on both sides of the ball. They they played a hard game. They sort of showed that they can stick it to some of the best teams in the NFL after failing to do that against the, the Patriots, but also because that's the second game in a row now and the third game sort of in, what, six, where Josh Allen has been pretty careless with the football. And this was, you know, Josh Allen had reached this stage of Patrick Mahomes-like play where everything he does is great and it's almost impossible to stop him and there's no correct game plan. And all of that kind of goes out the window if Josh Allen is just going to start pitching the ball to the defense a couple of times a game, which is what happened here, which is what happened a week ago and what happened several times over against Miami when he had six turnover worthy plays. Yeah, not to take anything away from the Jets, their defense has been fantastic. They right. forced those turnovers at the same time some of them felt a little unforced from Josh Allen just just throws into coverage sauce Gardner's interception maybe some deception there from the Jets coverage but yeah Josh Allen throwing the ball to the defense and the Jets just stepping up man Zach Wilson uh made made enough plays down the stretch just like a key third and five you know to just to keep that game going and the Jets have life again and you got to give them credit for bouncing back because last week they lose to the New England Patriots it, it was a close game, but, you know, the Patriots kind of ran away with it in the end. Good job by the Jets bouncing back here. The entire AFC East is now over 500. Yeah, they, they found a way of not getting Zach Wilson murdered by the best pass rush in the NFL. His average time to throw in this game was extremely fast. They were just getting the ball out of his hands before the pressure could become a problem. You know, he still made a couple of mistakes under pressure, but generally this was a much bigger issue than... Um, it, it proved to be in the game because of the game plan that they had. So I think the Jets had a, a fantastic plan to let or to mitigate their biggest problem and therefore be able to go toe to toe with with Buffalo. The other I mean, look, there's always stories, but the uh, Dolphins Bears, man, you got Tua Tungavailoa going head to head with Justin Fields. 
in one of just the matchups of the week when it came to quarterback play and big plays, right? We've seen Miami create these big plays. Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill remain unstoppable. Tua feeding them the ball. Uh, yeah, left a couple throws on the table at the end there. And then Justin Fields, it wasn't the pass game. You know, look, I think the first time Fields stepped onto the, stepped onto a field in the preseason, he looked like a dynamic runner. But man, I don't know if anybody expected what he looks like on the NFL field right now, the way he runs, elusiveness, and speed. Yeah, he set an NFL record for most rushing yards by a quarterback. So the next two numbers are owned by Michael Vick. Then we've got a Lamar Jackson game. We've got a Colin Kaepernick game in there. But nobody has rushed for more yards in a single game as a quarterback than Justin Fields did against Miami. Um, that It's incredible how dynamic he is as a rusher. And he kept bringing or keeping the Bears in this game by those big plays with his legs. One in particular was an absolutely crazy run that was very Lamar Jackson-like, where he you know, gets out of some trouble, sort of fakes to open himself up a little bit of window, and then just guys start bouncing off him. You know, Three, maybe four tacklers just lying in his wake as he runs down the sideline for a big play. That was an incredible performance from Fields. Um, and then Miami, again, like the entire NFL right now this year is struggling offensively um, with all these sort of too high coverage shells with the way defenses have been fighting back except Miami, who appears to have discovered like a cheat code for just open receivers on every play. You know, the rest of the league can't figure out how to get any kind of big plays going, how to get any kind of reliable passing game. And every time Tua looks up, there's a wide open Jalen Waddle or Tyreek Hill. We talked before about how the, the transition that these quarterbacks have to go from Alabama open to like NFL open to is back to Alabama open. Like everybody is <laughs> yes. Alabama open again. He really is. Picture it, Sam, though, that your kicker's lining up for that onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim. The stakes are high. Tension's higher. Your pulse is racing. He kicks it. The ball bounces up. And you can make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check it out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. And to make things even sweeter, you can throw it out on those stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using the code PFF. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, among the other stories here, Sam, you've got the Green Bay Packers losing once again. This time to the Detroit Lions. Lions win 15-9. to They get off the field on fourth down and Aaron Rodgers' comeback attempt. And on the other end, the other old quarterback, Tom Brady, actually did make the comeback 16 to 13 the Bucks win against the Rams after a, a game where neither <laughs> offense could do anything that was your key marquee game in the four o'clock window yeah the so the sort of three big um NFC powerhouses they're all struggling this year Green Bay Tampa Bay the Los Angeles Rams I mean the takeaway I think this weekend is that all three of them stink <laughs> like one of them had to win effectively because they were playing each other but all three of them looked awful Rogers you know, the, the the dude is trying to make something happen with no receivers. Like, play number one, rookie Romeo Dobbs goes down injured and he's out of the game and maybe for a while, given the, the pain that he looked to be in. Um, Sammy Watkins is just never in the right place at the right time. That final interception was like another case of Watkins running the wrong route or just or making an adjustment to a route that shouldn't be done given the way that his release was off the line. So Rogers just pitching interceptions left, right and center not able to get anything done against uh, against the Lions. And then that Rams-Bucks game, 
like offense just didn't exist in that game. Both of these teams were miserable. The Rams offensive line is just a, it's a disaster outside of one effectively a coverage bust from Tampa Bay. The Rams did almost nothing all game long on offense. And then the Bucs, they just can't seem to, like everything they do, somebody is making a mistake to ruin the play, right? Whether it's, here's a great play by Brady and then a drop by Mike Evans, or here's a nice pass, but then it gets negated by holding, or here's Scotty Miller doing 80% of the job and then dropping the ball in the end zone. Like they just can't manage to build a one play where everybody does their job so they're like mixing up the mistakes and going nowhere because of it. That's really been the entire Buck season until that final drive. They go down the field with yeah. no timeouts, needing a touchdown, and they get it. So for at least a drive, a little bit old school Tom Brady, the Bucks move to four and five, first place in the NFC South now at four and five uh, because the Atlanta Falcons lose to Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers have been down 10 for four straight games. They're setting records, just weird records this season for the Chargers, but they're still... Uh, winning games still five and three so they're hanging tough in the AFC West uh, among the other things the Jaguars get a win 27 to 20 over the Raiders and the Bengals bounce back at 42 21 over the Panthers mentioned the Bengals being a roller coaster ride but you know they they bounce back strong after that dud on Monday Night Football yeah this was a strange game because the Bengals ran exactly the game plan that we thought they would run going into this game which is hey Last week was a little bit embarrassing. We didn't have the passing game we expected without Jamar Chase. We need to get the run game going. We need to get Joe Mixon involved in the game. And it's like, all right, well, that that feels a little bit dangerous going up against the Panthers, who had the number one run defense in the NFL before last week. Well, but they did exactly that. And the Panthers had zero answer for Joe Mixon and that run game. Mixon had five touchdowns between rushing and receiving. They couldn't stop the run game all day. It got out of hand very early, and that led to P.J. Walker having to push, and then pushing for P.J. Walker apparently means pitching the ball to the defense. So he gets benched, having gone nowhere. Baker Mayfield comes back in, and that doesn't lead a comeback, but at least gets some kind of offense going and makes the score look a little bit prettier than it was when it was 35 nothing at halftime. All right, two other teams to touch on quickly. The unexpected NFC powerhouses, the Minnesota Vikings moving to 7-1, and one, and the Seattle Seahawks. Moving to six and three, they're going to be facing the Bucs next week in Germany. But uh, tough games for both. You know, the Vikings, incredible fourth quarter to make the comeback against the Commanders and the Seahawks. They fought, uh, pick six by Geno, and then but he just takes over in the fourth quarter along with him and him and, and Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I mean, I think the Seahawks still looked good. Like that offense put up some points. They did a lot of good. Um, the, the one sort of really bad play by Geno, the interception the, to uh, Zayvon Collins. It's one of those ones where you can see why that happens sometimes. You know, it's bad, but it doesn't take away from what Geno is doing, which is still playing at a really high level at quarterback. The Vikings game, though, I think was another game for them where you kind of see why people aren't talking about them like the 7-1 and team that they are, right? There's a reason they're not being talked about as one of the best teams in the NFL, along with, you know, Philadelphia, Kansas City, Buffalo before today. And it's games like this, right? They score a touchdown early. It looks like they're going to have no problem. They're going to have their way with the the commanders. And then they just don't score until they're behind in the game all of a sudden and have to dig it out in the fourth quarter. And yes, it's impressive that they found another way of doing that. Um, And at some point, just the cumulative uh, effect of being able to win all those games that you shouldn't have is impressive. But you've got to be able to win a game like that much more comfortably than that if you're going to be seen as a true contender. Commanders remain tough, though, and you got I, I got to hand it to the Vikings. I think the way they battled in the fourth quarter and the way they've played at the end of games 
is boding well for them as and they in, uh, as they go forward. And in their defense, you know, the Washington's touchdown happened because an official took out the safety. Like that's that's a little hard to budget yes. for. That was one of the craziest plays of the week. And we're going to go through all the crazy plays, all of the games, of course, every week on the PFF NFL podcast. So join us first thing Monday morning, 7 a.m. on the PFF NFL podcast. But for now, it's our instant reaction to week nine here on the PFF NFL Daily.